Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Welcome to Hey, Bitch Podcast, where we talk about self-love, acceptance, how to function as an adult. And we'll be bringing you into our lives by sharing our experiences and all the topics we care about. But don't forget, it's okay, it's okay to, to be, be a mess. mess. Welcome. Happy Halloween, whores. <laughs> Happy Halloween, whores. Welcome. If you're a whore during Halloween time, this is the best time to be a whore. Well, okay, so, but I'm a whore 24-7, so... No, I know, but is it just my time to shine? <laughs> no, this, yeah, this is the time to shine. This is the time you wear a nude costume. If you want to wear a costume, you go nude and then you just say it's a costume. Naked. Naked. Imagine how many police will be called. Because they'd be wanting my fucking number. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, did you hear about did you see that story? Um <laughs> I still don't know how this happens, but I think it's like an LAPD sheriff or something like that. His mm-hmm. mic was on and he was having sex with someone at, <gasps> yes! at like horror night or something. It was that. Okay. So he was a cop and he was having sex in near the Bates Motel, like on the Hollywood yeah, Studios lot. Yeah. Yeah. On the back lot. And I heard, <sighs> did you hear the audio? I heard it. Bitch, I heard that audio. She was like, I was like, <laughs> She was she like, get it. Yeah, she sounded like she was having a great time. Yeah. I she mean, was, he lost his job, but <laughs> anything she was for there that for puss. the scares and for the dick. <laughs> Literally. And she, yeah. I wonder who she was, like just a random. I just want to interview her. <laughs> interview her. So today um, on the pod, on we have this girl. <laughs> I'm going to post this on TikTok. Um, If you guys know the girl who was having sex with the policeman at the Bates Motel, (laughs) tell her to hit us up. We want to interview her. Where are you at? If you ain't fucking the police on the back club, then where the (laughs) fuck you at? Fuck you at. All right, bitch. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about... Today, we're going to talk about... So we're still in spooky season. We're like in the buildup of it. You know what? I'm annoyed because Halloween needs to be for a week. <laughs> like we need to wear costumes for a whole week because I can't do this whole just prepare for a whole fucking three months for one day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Hiro's, I have the pat. Hyro is having some difficulties right now with this cat. Girl, it's because this, this plant, first of all, this plant, she's called Black Magic. And she's supposed to turn spooky, dark, scary, you know? Mm-hmm. But these fucking cats keep biting on it. <laughs> and I'm just like, come on, it's trying to thrive, girl. First of all, if you eat it, this is to- toxic for you, so. <gasps> no, bitch, keep it away from them. Yeah, they're stupid, though. That's why dogs are, like, so good, because they can't, like, jump on shit like cats. <laughs> He's looking at it like, oh, my God. <laughs> bitch. <gasps> It's break time. So yeah. Halloween needs to be here for a fucking whole week because I'm not about to spend a hundred plus dollars for a costume and then just wear it for one fucking night. (laughs) Okay. You should start wearing it to like the grocery store, wear it to like to work, wear it to, you know, (laughs) 
If you go on a date, just fucking wear it, bitch. Just (laughs) wear it everywhere. Yeah, just do it. (laughs) Fuck it. Who's gonna tell you no? You're an adult. You're an adult. You do it. I'm a big ass adult. I'm I'm a a big ass adult. (laughs) I'm a big bitch. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. So do you? All right. Problem solved. (laughs) Problem solved. (laughs) So do you have? a spooky story or do you have a costume idea okay so i have a spooky scary skeleton story but um (laughs) it's it's so weird because everything that's scary that happened to me has happened in this house that i spoke about in this last last our first spooky episode Mm -hmm. so it's a house where i used to live in Mm -hmm. the one with the wooden floors and all this stuff so there was one night where I don't know if it was like I think it was it was cold I remember it was cold because the house was already cold and Mm -hmm. the way to get to the kitchen is like a hall all the way down to the kitchen and I go to the kitchen and first of all the kitchen was fucking freezing like there wasn't fucking ice age in the kitchen that's a bad sign I know bitch (laughs) So I'm already spooked a little bit because, you know, like, I don't fuck with cold places like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, so I get to the kitchen and it's like cold. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get my cup of water and get my water and go, you know, like, yeah, like this. So the, the water, the cup of waters were like all the way at the top. So I go to reach all the way to the top and tell me why I feel like something pushed me. <gasps> no. Bitch, like, when I tell you I've never felt, like, a thing push me like this. Mm-hmm. Was that me? Who was that? It was a car, no? No. Yes, bitch, it was a <laughs> car. Stop. On your end? Because it wasn't on my end. Yeah, it was on my end. Okay. Okay. But, yeah. So, when I tell you that nothing, I've never felt anything push me like that before, like, I was scared like I remember having chills I remember where I was standing everything Mm -hmm. because it was just so scary and (laughs) the scary part was that behind me was you know like the window to the sink like there's a sink and usually there's a window right there yeah yeah and that part of the house was always dark and I was just so fucking scared like I felt like something was watching me Mm -hmm. I felt like something was like right there next to me Mm -hmm. and like I ran back, like, I ran back to the room and it was, like, fucking scary. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't explain it. Like, I was almost in shock, you know, when you're just like, what the fuck happened? Like, yeah, like, it was that, it was that real that I felt. Did, did <laughs> yeah, you, bitch. did you ever look up, like, the history of the home or something? No, I didn't. Because, well, back then I didn't really care. It was just like, oh, ghost. Well, it it's okay. House. Oh yeah, demons. It's okay. <laughs> oh, just my friendly, my friendly ghost, um, Casper. Oh, finally I have friends. <laughs> finally I have friends. Uh, we yeah, look maybe at, I should. We should look it up. We should look it up. I know. What the fuck? Mm, okay, so here's we'll get my, back to y'all. <laughs> here's my scary story. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay, a thirteen-year-old girl was left home alone one night when her parents went out for a meal with friends. The parents thought that she was too old for a babysitter, so they decided she could stay home alone as long as she locked all the windows and doors as soon as they left. 
Usually she would have objected to being left alone. However, her parents had bought her a beautiful German shepherd dog just weeks before. The reason for such a gift was because the girl had been suffering from nightmares for years. Bitch, I'm already scared. (laughs) I'm already scared. Having this dog sleeping in her bedroom made her feel at ease. When her parents left, she went around the house making sure all the windows and doors were locked as per her parents' orders. She found that the basement window would not lock, so she locked the door leading into the house instead and thought nothing more about it. <laughs> I always like hyperventilating. <laughs> I'm fucking scared. <laughs> the time was 8 p.m. and she was to go to bed at 10 p.m. This was enough time to watch a film, so she put on one of her favorites and settled down to watch it. The dog dog came and laid by her feet for the length of the film feeling happy that she she'd coped well with being alone at night she decided she better head up to bed turning off all the lights on her way upstairs she saw nothing unusual in her home once upstairs she brushed her teeth (laughs) and changed into her nightwear she snuggled under her duvet and dropped her hand to the floor to, (gasps) to, Uh. to feel for her dog sure enough he assured her of his presence with a loving lick he she smiled and drifted to sleep in the midst of the night she was woken by a dripping sound rolling her eyes she assumed she hadn't turned the tap properly off in the bathroom ignoring trying to ignore it she felt for the dog and received the lick that was she was used to receiving and fell back asleep Only about half an hour later, she woke up again to the dripping and annoyed that it kept waking her up. So she slumped to the bathroom to turn off the tap properly, leaving the light off in order to not blind her eyes that that were still. She tightened the tap and returned to her room, feeling for her dog. She was greeted by the usual lick. Tremendously tired, she fell back to sleep and didn't wake until her parents returned home. The lights from the car shone through her bedroom window, and she was pleased that they were home. One thing shocked her, though. The dripping sound was still relentlessly going. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Bitch, I'm so scared. (laughs) Worried that perhaps perhaps the tap had broken, she walked into the bathroom to fully investigate. She turned on the light and her scream pierced the silence. Her parents ran up the stairs to investigate her troubled scream and they just stood there staring into the restroom. There was her beautiful dog, skinned and hanging in the shower, its blood dripping to the floor. On the mirror, was the words humans can lick too, my dear. <gasps> Bitch, I am shocked. <laughs> How scary. That's fucking terrifying, right? Oh my God. I had to put my legs up because that's no ma'am that is terrifying so the whole time so as soon as she fell asleep whoever was in the house killed her dog and then hid under her bed so every time she would licked her 
every time she would put her hand down, he'd lick her hand. <gasps> Bitch, that's fucking scary. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. It's disgusting. It's scary. I mean, for one, the fact that there's someone else in your house under the bed. <sighs> the next thing is killing a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be psycho. To hurt a dog. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then to just, like, fucking skin the dog and write things and, like, <gasps> hell no. Bitch, that's fucking scary. <laughs> like, I feel like I can't move because, you know, like, that scary feeling. Yeah, yeah. Hiro, just so everyone knows, Hiro is, like, wrapped up in a Halloween cobija. And he's, like, terrified right now. <laughs> I'm scared, bitch. This is not okay. <laughs> Earlier when we were when we first started recording, I went like this. And that right there scared the fuck out of me. Bitch, don't even start. You know, one of my biggest fears is turning off. Oh, my God. It's the wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm real so excited. Um, like not it right now okay but one of my biggest fears is turning off the tv and seeing something or someone else like next to me or behind me mm-hmm. like that will fuck me up. someone's like face through the tv fuck yeah that scares me too that would fuck me up yeah Ah, (laughs) your cat scared me i know bitch it scared me too (laughs) um you know what what that story made me think about like how he's smelling me (laughs) he's like what the fuck are you doing so that story reminded me of um i remember there was some like news or like i think it was in in the news where um there was people living in other people's homes and like rooms or closets where they didn't check yeah yeah and i was like yeah there's a story i don't know if it's like true true or whatever but there was one where i saw like it was like surveillance footage of someone that had put in their apartment where like the guy was realizing his like food was gone like he's like he would blame people like why'd you eat my food and they're like wasn't me like and he would notice like he was buying food and it was like disappearing so he thought he had like an animal or a rat or something you know Uh so he puts a surveillance camera in his in his like in the corner of his like kitchen or something Uh and he goes to bed and like from the ceiling the there's like a little you know how like some ceilings have those like where they're panels vent no, uh-huh. they're like panels. Like you uh-huh. remember like in school, you know how like they're panels and you can push them up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was like something like that where like they came out from under <gasps> the panel. And it was like this lady that was like all like all pachona and everything. Oh <laughs> <laughs> fucking with pijamas y todo. Yeah, like... she was like she looked crazy and she went and she like got some food and started eating and then like did some stuff and like chilled and hung out and then she went back upstairs into the ceiling fuck that like but like imagine not checking i don't know just like not knowing what's in your house yeah 
have you ever seen scary have you ever seen those movies like um where people rent airbnbs and there's like cameras in the airbnbs or they rent like apartments yeah and like the owner has like cameras in the apartments and he watches you do everything that scares me yeah that's kind of hot i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's like that's hot bitch i just watched um a quiet place one and two i saw part parts of the first one but i haven't finished it and i haven't seen the second one bitch they're good like they're not even scary they're more they're very thrilling like yeah they're thrillers yeah like it's like a thriller you know like obviously a thriller movie but they're so fucking good like i always think about that stuff if like alien invasion happened mm-hmm. like i'm like well where would i go how would i survive like like would i want to survive is that what it's you about know? alien invasion i don't remember what it's, it's an about. alien it's an alien invasion okay and these aliens i don't know what the maybe facts i haven't are. seen it then because i don't fucking remember that and these aliens don't like sounds or are sensitive to sounds mm. so everyone has to be quiet when it first happened oh you don't mind me like ruining it, right no don't tell me because i'm gonna watch it okay okay <laughs> okay so don't tell me no okay then i'm gonna be upset then i'm gonna text you all upset <laughs> bitch it's good though the movies are so fucking good do you remember signs that was a good fucking movie buddy <laughs> alien bitch signs fucked me up remember With when aliens it was, oh girl Mm-mm. when it was like um the supposedly footage the news footage of like little kids yeah. in mexico and he's like ah um what he's like el monstro el monstro and then yeah. it turns and then the alien like walks through the bushes fuck no that scared the fuck out of that me that fucking dude i'm getting chills yeah oh so okay, um what's the other i have a story though so okay I have to fill you guys. Yeah, before we get too into like talking about movies, because we could do that forever. I have I to know. tell you what happened with my mom's dog. <gasps> oh, bitch. This is spooky, scary skeleton here. <laughs> this is spooky, scary skeleton story. So last week when we were recording, um, when we were recording last week's episode, mm-hmm. um, in the recording... I was like pausing it and not pausing it or whatever, but in the recording where I'm talking about my mom, how my mom is calling me and she's like, something's wrong with her dog or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So basically um, my mom went to, she went somewhere for the day. Like she went somewhere overnight and she left her dogs home and she told me to check in on them. So I checked in on them. And she, they were fine. I saw them like in the day on Saturday and they were fine. Um, I gave them food and I let them out and they were good. And then someone went, got to my mom's house Saturday night and was with the dogs. So they weren't alone, alone the whole, like all night, you know? Well, Sunday she gets back and she said that the dog, she has three dogs. One of which is a puppy that's four, four months old. She said that the puppy was acting very strange, just not like how she usually acts. She's usually running around, jumping off the walls, like bursts of energy. And my mom said that she wasn't really moving and she wasn't really eating or drinking. Well, Monday comes around. So this is like Sunday. She's acting weird. Monday comes around Monday night. We're recording 
And my mom starts calling me and saying like, this dog is not okay. I try to pick her up and she's screaming in pain. She's not eating. She's not drinking. She's not using the restroom. And she um, is like choking up something. Like she's like, you know how dogs, when they're trying to like, like they're trying to like regurgitate something. She was doing that. But every time she would do that, she was crying. So my mom starts going, um, she starts trying to call different pet hospitals and I start, that's why she called me because she wanted me to call different pet hospitals to see like who could take her. Well, every hospital was max capacity. They couldn't get you in till the morning. They couldn't get you in till you had to wait like four hours. They weren't even, they weren't even taking your name down. They were basically saying call back in three to four hours. Yeah. So she, I finally get her into a pet hospital, like out in Fullerton and she goes <laughs> and the vet wants to charge my mom $1,500 just for exams. And my, and the vet wants to, um, to charge my mom $1,500 just for exams, like just to do the x-rays and the blood work or whatever. So my mom was like, dude, that's really expensive. So they were like, okay, we're just going to give her pain meds keep a watch on it and see if she like she swallows or passes or whatever it's probably something with her stomach so she takes the dog home Tuesday I'm at work and my mom calls me and is like I need you to come here now because it's a pin or something sharp that's stuck in her throat and I was like what how do you how do you know that and she was like I stuck my fingers down her throat and I felt something sharp And she could feel like it in her throat. So I rush over and my mom, my mom's like, no, that wants to take me. I'm just going to try to take it out myself. Mm. And I'm I'm freaking out. And my mom is like, you're no help, Vanessa. (laughs) So finally, like the dog and the, oh my God, bitch, the, the scream that that tiny little dog, she's a tiny dog. Like, I'm not even kidding. She's like a Pomeranian Chihuahua mix. She's a baby. The scream that that tiny dog let out was terrifying. I was so, I was crying and me and like, I cannot handle pets being in pain. So, oh my God, I was crying and crying. My mom's finally like stressed out because the dog is like, Every time my mom tries to take it out, the dog starts Ooh, trying, no, no, no. trying to regurgitate it. So it's getting stuck more. And she's like, no, no, no. So finally, my, my mom goes, another vet will take her in Glendora. So they're like, come now. Because my mom's like, this dog is dying on me. She mm-hmm. hasn't eaten in like days. She hasn't drank anything. She hasn't gone to the restroom. Nothing the dog was, couldn't even keep her eyes open. She was probably like, <sighs> wasn't sleeping. I, I'm positive that she was dying on us. She was barely even moving. So my mom is like, I need to, someone to take her now. So finally she f- finds a vet in Glendora to take her. She takes her to the vet. The vet sticks her finger down the, down the dog's throat. and was like, yeah, I feel something sharp down there. So the vet like takes x-rays and it's a fucking sewing needle bitch like takes and then thank god that the vet was able to like get little pinzas and like go down her throat and take it out without having to sedate her (gasps) or like have surgery um so but it was when she pulled it out it was 
a sewing needle with thread still attached to it. I don't know how the dog got it. I don't know, like, I don't know how she got to it. It must have fallen out because oh we're God. all moving, right? My mom is moving. I'm moving. So it yeah. must have fallen out of something. Maybe when we were packing, I don't know. But yeah. God, it. <sighs> Crazy. And um, so I saw the dog yesterday, but she mm-hmm. is back to normal. She is like, she did not skip a beat. She's like oh jumping off the walls again. <laughs> she was so happy. She's back to her normal self. That's so good. Yeah, I'm so glad that she's okay. But fuck, dude, it was so scary and stressful. I was, cr- I went back to work and I was crying, like, <laughs> like hyperventilating. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was going to die. Like, I saw the pictures and I was like, how? <laughs> like, how? Yeah. And she's so tiny. And that was a long needle. Like, probably the needle, they said that the needle was perforated in her, like, throat. And it was pinning her, her oh my tongue. God. Yeah. I can't. I just like. Well, good thing the doggy is okay and she's living her best life. She is. She's about to live her best life out of state. Have fun. <sighs> yeah. In the cold. In the cold. But yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I know that's crazy, oh my right? God. <laughs> If that happened to me, like my dog, damn bitch, like, I don't know, like just anything that could possibly kill her and like calling a vet and they're like, oh, sorry, we're booked. I'm like, no, my dog is about to die. Like, you need yeah. to look at my dog right now. Like, this is an emergency. Yeah. Hyrule uh, would go like, Hyrule would go, <laughs> go and like kick whoever's out in the, in the room. But like, my dog goes first, bitch. No, literally, fuck your dog. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I think I always think of, I follow this influencer on YouTube, Instagram, or whatever, and he had a dog, a bigger dog, you know, and he would go take it, take her hiking. Um, one summer he took her hiking, and they're like, you know, mid a hike, and the dog gets heat stroke, <clears throat> and like the dog didn't make it like he's talking to the he's talking to the vet on the phone like do this do that like cpr water like cool her down nothing nothing worked and like this is a hike they're like in the middle of the hike so like he's like i had to carry her lifeless body all the way to the car and like every time i hear the story like he says oh one year ago like i lost my dog i just like cannot like, just imagine having to do that. So, so, you know, I've had a couple of pets that have died on us. Right. So like cupcake was my, was my uh, favorite pet. Like she was mm-hmm. my baby, you know? Yeah. And she got, um, stones in her bladder. And when she, when we took her in for, um, to see what was wrong with her because she was throwing up. She wasn't eating. Her stomach was very swollen, like, uh-huh. and it was hard. So she was, I remember the day that she died, I woke up at like five in the morning, six in the morning. And my mom woke me up and she was like, there's something really wrong with cupcake. We have to take her to the vet. And she comes and she lays like next to me and I'm petting her and I'm holding her. 
and I'm telling her like, it's going to be okay. And then. uh, I know. So I'm giving her hugs and kisses and stuff. And then um, I get ready. I go to work. My mom takes her to the vet and it was a Friday. Um, We, I get off of work. My mom calls me. And she's like, cupcake needed emergency surgery. So they were in the surgery. The vet took the scans and thought that he could get all the stones that were in her bladder. And he couldn't. He should have sent her to a specialist and he thought he could do it himself. He shredded her bladder and basically was like, there's nothing we can do for her at this point. You have to put her down. So like, there was there was nothing there was nothing he could do and so although he fucked it up it was his fault but like yeah they put us in the room with her and I I was hugging her and I like we all leaned over her she was asleep she was out like I after that morning I never saw her awake Uh, again that was the last time I saw her in the morning and I I leaned over her and I hugged her and kissed her and while well, they like put her to sleep yeah. <sighs> bitch it was so fucking traumatizing like I think about her and I cry still like I have dreams yeah. about cupcake I fucking loved cupcake I miss her so much she was the perfect dog I know. do you remember her she was the perfect dog yeah and um yeah I think about her all the time She's the same breed of dog that Louie is, except she's better. She's better than Louie will ever be. (laughs) (laughs) She's better than Louie will ever be. Yeah. So that was that was cupcake. And then that's hard. After Lucas and I got married and we like I moved out, my mom had another dog. And um that dog got ran over by a car. Like she went, she went outside with my mom and like ran into the street and a girl was passing our street and like ran her over hit her and um my mom by the time my mom called me she was gone and when I got there my mom was holding her like she was she was gone and my mom had her wrapped up in a blank in a little towel and she was holding her like a baby and my mom wouldn't let go of her she was crying and crying and um Lucas and I were crying and we had to take her to the pound because it was like 11 p.m. already. And like you have to call the pound and tell them that you're on your way or whatever. And so we had to go drop her off at the pound. And she was we held her for so long, bitch, that she was starting to get cold. Yeah. That's the little brown uh, one, right? Yeah, the little brown one. Coco. Yeah. Oh my god, bitch. I can't I told Lu- I told Lucas that I better die before Louis because I can't handle another <laughs> yeah. the death of another pet. No, seriously, like I can't handle like anything about pets dying when I see it, when I read it. I'm like, dude, how like Zena? Dude, like Zena has been there like when I've had like super anxious, like depressive nights. Mm-hmm. And like the only support i had was Zena. that was cupcake for me yeah that was cupcake for me yeah she was there <sighs> the whole time yeah i can't handle that stuff i can't 
So they're oh going to live forever. <laughs> they're going to live forever. So everyone's ready for that. Just saying. <laughs> um, oh. So now that we've had our time of being sad and crying and, <laughs> and being depressed. Mopey bitches. I know. Mopey bitches. Mopey spooky <laughs> bitches. <laughs> spooky, smoky, smoky, mopey, smoky. What the fuck? Smoky, spooky. Bitches. Um. Our topic today is red flags. Red motherfucking flags. And I know. Not flags. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) And then you wonder why we get fucking um, flagged on TikTok. (laughs) We get flagged. Speaking about flags, every time I post a freaking... um, (laughs) I felt something (laughs) touch me. Bitch. Bitch, did you see me? Is it the mano peludo right there behind you? <laughs> Just kidding. Bitch, stop. That scared me. <laughs> I felt something touch me. No, I didn't see anything. I thought it was a cat. That's why I was like, ooh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't see anything. Anyways, this ghost better get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um... What were we talking about? Oh, speaking of flags, every time I try to post a TikTok video, like TikTok has to fucking review it for 20 million hours and then they post it like a fucking one in the morning. But it it's like, no, still it still like shows up on my end. It's there, but it's like not being shared. It's not like it's like not on the algorithm. Oh. Because it's being reviewed. Mm, so I think I'm gonna have to start beeping, like beep, beep, beep. Yeah, probably whatever but yeah that's the first red flag we're talking (laughs) so we're talking about red flags and i know a lot of you bitches don't know what a red flag is because you don't listen to them when you see them (laughs) (laughs) exactly you don't listen to them you don't see them you all of a sudden you're blind all of a sudden all of a sudden you just like huh where who wait uh, huh (laughs) all of a sudden i don't know what i don't know what a flag is (laughs) uh guilty <laughs> same girl same um i think we're all guilty of it but like at this point it's like there's no room for ignoring red flags yeah man i feel like okay so have you ever um heard like when girls this is probably won't make sense but i think it's gonna mesh together so like ignoring red flags to me is probably the equivalent of like you know when girls say like oh I fake it in bed I fake my orgasms just to like so my because I don't want to make my man feel bad and I'm like no don't ever don't ever fake an orgasm nope because he's gonna think he did it right and he didn't do it right yeah he did it wrong and he did it wrong and then who suffers in the end you girl you yeah yeah. So a red flag is like you ignore it to make everyone else happy and then but who suffers in the end girl you yeah don't ever first of all just in general don't ever make a man feel like they're right because they're not <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's just in general that's it that's, don't that's don't hype can... them up 
don't hype them up don't give them more credit than they than they deserve because they'll take that shit and run with it and when we say stuff like that i know that sometimes it comes off like we hate men like we're just men hating people oh we um, don't i <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> um it sounds like we're just kind of like hateful spiteful bitches right but um <laughs> well, well well we are but <laughs> aside from that no it's we just hate that type of man like you know the type yeah you the- everyone knows the type if you don't know the type you are the type. It's a red flag. <laughs> then you are, you the, are type. the type or it's a red flag. So like there are good men out there that deserve your love and respect, deserve, you know, good things from you. And they're very hard to find. But there are some men out there that do. There are some, there's some men out there who are very kind, very communicative, very, um, very, you know, like relatable and they care about you if you know these men let me know because i can't find them (laughs) 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 yeah um Um, anyways so shoot us their number (laughs) shoot us the number let us know if there's a world out there. There's an island where there's like if men you'd like with brains. to apply. If you'd like to apply, we need your phone number, a headshot, and your last credit credit score. score. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like I don't know. You know, there's like, I mean, in this in this like day and age right now, we like there's a lot of backlash. I want to say backlash on men. I would just say there's a lot of, um accountability we're holding men accountable for their actions and for what they do and it doesn't necessarily mean we hate them it's just a new it's just a more progressive more um correct i would say more human way of living life and if men don't know how to act you got to call them out yeah no and same goes for women like if women don't know how to act oh yeah you call them out. It's not just like men. Oh, women can do whatever the fuck we they want and fuck men. Blah, 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 blah. Like, no, it's whoever's not doing what they should be doing or doing the wrong thing, doing something that's a scumbag move. Then you need yeah. to call them out. Yeah. Okay. So red flags, Hiro. Was there ever a time in your life where you look back and you're like, fuck, I probably should have like steered clear when that happened (laughs) bitch there's so many times (laughs) like um no yes of course there are um (laughs) bitch you're gonna have to start with this because i can't think okay so i have a i have a a very very large amount of things that that were red (laughs) flags that i didn't pay attention to um I think the biggest one was with my ex-boyfriend. I dated him and, and his nickname, his nickname, preferred nickname was scumbag. <gasps> like everyone called him scumbag. Everyone at work, everyone, everyone. And he like was proud to wear the name. Was like, yeah, scumbag, scumbag. Like, isn't that like. 
Yum douche lord over here. <laughs> I look back at it and I was like, bro, I who dates someone whose nickname is scumbag? Uh, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> only me and like all the other girls that dated him, but like only me. Um, so that was red flag one. <laughs> what? But it was, it kind of went beyond that. Like there was a lot of things where, um, you know, being young, you kind of write them off as like, nah, it's not a big deal. Like not a big deal. Or you write it off as like, oh, I like that about this person. Like, for example, oh, um, he's a bad boy. Yeah. He's a bad boy. You know, like, oh, I used to, um, anger issues, gets in fights, like gets arrested, like that just means he's he's, rugged yeah that just means he's like passionate they don't understand him he's a man he's a man um i would take it more as like oh that makes me feel safe because like if i ever feel disrespected he can like fight Fight. for me (laughs) in my (laughs) honor in your honor bitch (laughs) in my honor not once did he fight in my honor (laughs) (laughs) um he there fought was, you. <laughs> he fought me. Yeah. But it but it wasn't for my honor. It was not for her honor. It was uh, for her dishonor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so there was like stuff like that where I like I always thought, oh, the bad boy. Oh, I like that. But no, it was like really a red flag where actually it was anger issues <laughs> and alcoholism. Yeah. Um, I also dated someone that was like, I guess. What is it they consider them like a pick me? A pick me guy. Explain what a pick me is to me. Um, a pick me is someone who will um almost like a victim. So yeah. Like <laughs> um <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if this is the right thing, but like if say say I'm talking to like I'm on I'm on the I'm on the apps, dating apps, and I'm like, oh, I love this type of my guy. And like all of a sudden this person becomes that like type of person because they're like, oh pick me, pick me. Like I don't know if that's right. I'm gonna <laughs> I don't look know. it up. I, Let's look okay, it up. Okay, look it up. Let's look it up. Oh bitch. My Instagram is popping off. Someone who is a pick me is someone who deliberately exhibits behavior that attempts to appease others while it's acting like they're completely unaware that what they're doing like of what they're even doing yeah okay so maybe that's not what my ex-boyfriend was like but like okay so (laughs) tell me what (laughs) tell me what this is okay so I had an ex-boyfriend who like we were on and off right for years for years Uh Uh, I think I mentioned him before Bob his name was Bob and (laughs) and Bob used to like when we were on and off he used to call me like 30 times in a night. Okay. I remember there was this one time where he went to Vegas and I was at home when I lived with our friend 
And um, our friend was having like his graduation party and all his family was there. It was a big party, whatever. So we were all there. And he calls me like 30 times and I'm ignoring the calls, ignoring the calls, ignoring the calls because I'm fucking doing something and I didn't want to talk to him. Okay. So we got into a fight and I was like, whatever, dude, whatever. Fuck you. So then I like started <laughs> ignoring the calls. <laughs> so he calls me 30 times and he leaves me voicemails and he's like, I'm sitting in an alley. I'll never forget this. Cause I was like, what the fuck? He's like, I'm sitting in an alley here in Vegas. I'm drunk. I can't even enjoy my vacation. Cause all I'm doing is thinking about you and you don't love me. You're not giving me the love that I deserve. And uh, it's all because of you that you fucking ruined my life. What is that? Um... A victim? <laughs> That is that is a victim. Um, that's just someone who's needy, who's insecure and needy. Bro, that was fucking him 24-7. Like, I guess I saw stuff like that as like, oh, he really cares about me. He really uh, is giving me the attention. Nope. No. That's like it's almost like manipulation yeah i felt like he did manipulate me but i didn't see it at the time because it was like you know you're a little kid he was loving you yeah you see it as loving and then like considering the background that i came from like when it came to relationships like the standard that my parents set forward like Mm -hmm. it wasn't I felt like, fuck, someone really cares about me. My parents fucking hate each other, you know? Like, that's what I saw it. Um, But it was, like, a lot of red flags that I saw. Uh, He used to do that. He used to be like, oh, um, why didn't you text me? Oh, I would be like, he'd be like, I love you. And I'd be like, love you. Oh, but you didn't say I love you. You said love you. Oh. So it would be a big fight. <laughs> You're like, um, excuse me. Um, okay, I could have said fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you, my life, fuck a bitch. I don't know. Are those red flags? That's a red flag, bitch. When it starts, I keep okay. One of the red flags that I've experienced before is a guy that I just met, and like right after having intercourse, we like you know I leave doing my life uh-huh. and he's like hey like I think I'm in love with you that's happened to me too <laughs> maybe you have that bomb maybe <laughs> maybe, it's maybe. this is bitch. not <laughs> no like I don't know what happened to you in your past <laughs> but this is not love <laughs> Like, maybe I got a bomb coochie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he's just in love with that bomb ass pussy. <laughs> maybe he's in love with this bomb sausage coochie and everything. I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, understandable. <laughs> understandably, but I was still like, bitch, no, you do not. You're horny. That's what that is. Yeah. Um, also, wait, hold on. That's a red flag. <laughs> yes, bitch, that's a red flag. You don't say people. You don't say I love you after having sex. Are you kidding me? 
oh my god like there was this older guy okay so i have daddy issues anyway but <laughs> <laughs> there was this older guy I, had, I, I was like you know hooking up with or whatever and one one day after sex we were cuddling on his bed mm-hmm. and first of all this is the bed that he just broke up with his ex-husband anyway that that's a whole other story <laughs> not Hyrule with another married man <laughs> i know um so we're cuddling and you know we're kind of watching tv or like talking and then he gets up and he goes you can't fall in love with me you need to go okay and i was like how first of all i was not thinking i was not even thinking about that first of all like i was not falling in love with you after the third time we fucked like yeah what are you thinking (laughs) i didn't say all this but i was just like okay like and then after that, when I left, he was like texting me, like, what are you doing? Like, do you want to come over? And I would say, no, I can't. Like, I'm working, I have school, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, oh, all of a sudden you don't have time for me and all this stuff. You should have been like, baby boy, I'm just trying not to fall in love with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, so after that, he blocked me and like got all crazy, like blocked me. And then he unblocked me and texted me like three months after. And I was just like, okay, whatever the fuck. Like, I was not falling in love with him, obviously, because I don't give a shit. Men but are fucking wild, dude. Girl, men. men are just so like, like, como se dice, like, no se controlan. Men are, they, they got a lot of fucking nerve, is what I got es, to say. Yeah, están like, descontrolados scumbag one time okay when scumbag first and i started talking you know hanging Mm -hmm. out you know whatever whatever so we used to work together right so we had whatever whatever whatever. so we had (laughs) said we didn't want anyone to know that we were like talking or dating you know and so i didn't really tell anybody like and and people like they're not stupid they knew you know and and but i would deny it i'd be like no we're just friends or he would say no we're just friends so i didn't find out this out to like probably a year after we were dating together so apparently like in the beginning of him and i like talking or whatever he would we were dating we just weren't telling people we were dating so i remember like if i got off of work early or like if i got off work before him I would just kind of like walk through the, as I'm walking my way out, I would make my way around to like, see if I could see him just so I could say bye. Right. Like, okay, I'm leaving. Uh-huh. I'll see you later. I remember one time I did that and he was with like a bunch of the other guys from, from our job. And I go, I'll see you later. Text me later. Okay. And he's like, all right, cool. Bye. And then he walked away. So then I guess I didn't find this out till afterwards, but I guess like after I walked away, he was like, oh, that girl's so fucking obsessed with me. Uh, she's just like, she just won't leave me alone. She's just so fucking obsessed with me, dude. She's crazy. Like, oh, she just dude, wants me so bad. Okay. Hell no. So he happened, one of the guys that was in that group, and they were clowning on me. Okay. They were like laughing that I was like desperate or whatever. So one of the guys in that group was ended up being like a good friend of mine. And I used to have like, we used to have the same shift. So we would like see each other often. I remember one time, fast forward, almost a year later where I'm fine. I'm talking, I'm like working, I'm working and scumbag and I are fighting, right? He's like texting me. He doesn't work there anymore where he's texting me or whatever. And we're fighting. 
And my friend, he comes and he's like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. I'm just like working. I'm, you know, he's like, why are you upset? And I was like, oh, I'm just fighting with so-and-so. And he's like, dang, um, I have to tell you something, blah, blah, blah. So he tells me that. Spills the tea. And he's like, it kind of clowning on me, right? Kind of being like, dude, the guy's like, you're desperate. You want him so bad, huh? Ew. I stayed real quiet and I looked at him and I go, oh, I'm, I'm the crazy one. I'm the crazy one. Here's my phone. Read my text messages. And I kid you not, Hyro. <laughs> the text conversation was me being like, leave me alone, dude. Just, just, I don't want to be with you anymore. Just please leave me alone. Let me live my life. And he was like, I'll never fucking let you go. I fucking love you. Vanessa, stop, stop. Text me back, please. It's fucking please. Blah, blah, blah. Like, why do you do this? Oh, I miss you so much. Blah, blah, blah. Like, fucking like. Hey, he's like, hey, fool, don't let me go, fool. Please, fool. <laughs> Literally, like, fucking groveling for me. And I was like, leave me alone, dude. Just like, you're fucking annoying. Like, leave me alone. I'm working. I'm busy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and I, <laughs> I was just like just read the text messages that i told the guy and he that was sounds like, like me bitch i'm just kidding <laughs> that's where i learned it from bitch <laughs> and so um my friend was like shocked stayed quiet and i was like yeah fuck that dude for him to be like oh this is so obsessed with me fuck that this yeah, motherfucker is should- <laughs> obsessed with me <laughs> yeah you should have busted a regina regina george and printed it out and just fucking walked around Home Depot and like. So what I actually did was I screenshot the conversation. <laughs> I, I screenshot the conversation and I posted it on my Instagram. Like, oh, I'm the crazy one, question mark. And I posted it. Damn, you used to do that shit, huh? I used to do that shit all the time. And I left it up I for remember. like. I left it up for probably like an hour. Just or so Snapchat. That I, you would do it on Snapchat. On Snapchat. But I left it on Instagram probably for like an hour just until I knew that he had seen it and everyone else that we worked with had seen it. And then I deleted it. El drama está caliente. I kind of miss drama, Vanessa. She was Are entertaining. You... Am I the drama? <laughs> I don't think I'm the drama. Okay, Hyra, what's another red flag that you... Um, another red flag is when he wants to hook up with you, but he only wants to leave the lights off. Why is that a red flag? Well, because it's a first hookup. You like to like fuck with the lights on? Yeah. Girl, I need to see what I'm what it this motherfucker could be could have been someone else. <laughs> and I'm over here fucking this picture that I thought it, like it's someone. They need to turn these lights on. <laughs> so, like, on the regular, do you fuck with the lights on? Yeah. Well, it depends. Am I what weird for wanting day? to fuck with the lights off? No, but you're married. There's a difference. And I have, like, body dysmorphia, so, like, I want to fuck with uh, the lights well, off. Well, see, like, that's different. No, like, this is someone you just talked to on an app, and you're about to go meet them to fuck. Well, I, like, would, I would rather fuck with the lights off, though. Okay, but a- after you see them, right? Well, or you want to walk you... into a dark room and, like, just start fucking, like, well, you know. Well, you have to meet them before you fuck them. 
Bitch, that's not how it works in the gay community. We just go into the ah. room five. <laughs> just the room that's waiting for you. Re- yeah. Remember that when we were talking to our friend? Yeah. It's you spoke different. for four hours? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we say names and then we're on top of each other. Like, what? <laughs> I would pay good money to see that. <laughs> Bitch. That's free free entertainment <laughs> so, um, so that's a red flag if he doesn't want to turn on the light i'm just saying because he might not be who he says he is because he might not be who he, is, who he says he is he might not be the picture that he sent <laughs> <laughs> see what the way i see it like as a straight woman is uh-huh. i'd rather fuck with the lights off because like i've already committed to this i'm gonna fuck you anyways i just rather not see you no bitch if i get there the lights are off i'm not having sex i have to see you in the in the light in the fluorescent ass motherfucking light there has to be a spotlight on you (laughs) before and your driver's license and i need to see you and your driver's license so you can enter score (laughs) your credit score you want to enter you want me to enter (laughs) you need a good credit credit score and some light (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so okay, so what other red flags as a gay man? When they say this is kind of this is kind of sucky, but it it's kind of important when you're trying to date someone. When they say, um, I'm not out to my family, so I'm gonna say you're my friend. Uh I would oh yeah, I would definitely think that's a red flag. Yeah. I would definitely think that that's a red flag. Uh, yeah it's just it's sad because i understand like it's hard to come out yeah but it's also like just the wall that you're you and your partner are not gonna be able to get through like like i can't be your friend i can't be like i can't be your friend to your family and then like your best friend to like this other group of friends and then your boyfriend to like your gay friends like you know like that's not how it works uh, one of probably like the biggest red flags is the way if they're not close to their family. Oh, that is kind of a red flag. It's kind of, I mean, there could be a million reasons why you're not close to your family. But, I think it depends what the reason is. But if it's just like, just, I don't talk to my family, just, you know? Yeah. It's kind of a red flag to me. Like why? No. Yeah. Well, there has to be this, a reason. Yeah. Like in the others, like flip side like in the gay community like a lot of families don't support their gay child so yeah. like that's something where it's like okay like i get it mm-hmm. but, but like, if your family is all like fucking pro lgbt and you're not talking to them it's like yeah <laughs> and i always look at like how do they treat their mom like how like when i'm when i was looking and like dating people i always looked at like how do they treat their mom yeah and unfortunately like the because i've only had three serious boyfriends in my life and it's bob scumbag and lucas and bob and scumbag um they treated their parents like shit dude they treated their moms specifically moms specifically like shit like both of them would be like fuck my mom she's a fucking bitch kind of that like and they would tell me, like, I know Bob would tell me, like, oh, my mom, you know, um, she's fucking annoying, man. Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. Damn. And 
my husband, like Lucas, oh my God, he called his mom and he like, they're like best friends. He loves her. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. Yeah. Um, do you think a red flag is, I mean, I think it is, but I don't want to sound like not knowledgeable, but when you have a, a boyfriend or a partner whose parents are, are, or were, um, abusive. Um, I think that it can be a red flag, like physically. Yes. Okay. I, I definitely think that it can be a red flag if they like haven't dealt with that like the trauma of it mm-hmm, right if they haven't dealt with the trauma of it then yeah i think it definitely is a red flag because it kind of when you've been exposed to something for so long it kind of um it downplays it so it's not as like serious in your mind it's just kind of everyday thing so <laughs> You get, what is the word that I'm looking for? It, you get desensitized to it. Yeah. That. So like. That's kind of scary. It is because you can all like. They're more willing to hit. They're more willing to yeah. use their hands and their fists like, instead of their words. Oh my God. Like this, this brings up like the, like the crime stories of like, like couples who like have this beautiful, like marriage story and like kids and stuff like that. And then like after the fourth child the man turns crazy and starts beating the wife and like beat her to death mm-hmm. like you know those what that crime is, but you know what that is about though right it's not about no. like it's not about hitting or not about um like dominance or like well it's about control so like oh, okay, okay. the men the men in like families like that it's about having control over the family and there's like these they're called family family annihilators and they're basically like people that kill their family and they follow they follow patterns like um because i watch a lot i listen and watch to a lot of true crime stuff but you gotta you gotta make this list because i am not trying to meet someone like that that scares me (laughs) so this that freaks me out they follow like this list or whatever where basically like family annihilators they usually kill in the summer more often than any other season. <gasps> and if you think about it, it's because kids are um, not going to school in the summer. Uh, they're home all day. You know, um, they feel like their family, like they're losing control of their family. There might be like money issues where they feel like they can't um, support the family. So their best bet is his best bet or the, her best bet is to kill the family um they feel like there's sometimes like an affair where they feel like they get rid of the family then you know they can live their best life like the family's holding them back from living the their best that's life that's fucking scary yeah yeah that's scary that's a whole I other mean, thing we can get into but yeah i know but that's like you can have red flags for that too right and like what's the no, red flag like um probably like if someone's trying to be in control of your every move there's a lot of people like that bitch like if some if you're in a relationship and someone's trying to be in control of your every move and i'm talking like knows how much you make an hour can calculate your check and be like give me your money here's your allowance kind of thing or like um where are you my ex used to like want want my location and he would show up Uh at my job sometimes 
just to oh, check yeah. up to make sure that I was there would roll by my house, you know, stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff where like, they want to make sure that they have their thumb on you. And that's scary as fuck. That is fucking scary. Yeah. Oh my God, bitch. I mean, there's a million red flags. Like, like if you go like, <laughs> I'm just crazy. I'm just crazy. Like at, I would, I would say like, go to their room, go to their apartment, see if it's like put together or like, yeah, that's more like, 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 so you don't end up with someone that's like, doesn't wash <laughs> their own clothes or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I that, mean, that's all red. But like, too. I can, I can consider that a red flag, like for my, I mean, we can get into it, but it's just <laughs> such a big time. no i agree though like you before getting into a serious relationship with someone you should probably like visit where they live and i would go to i would go as far as to ask them like what their payment like history is what their credit score is well i have a friend that like i'm very very close to and before she even dates anyone she'll ask them what's your credit score let me see a cop. Let me have a copy of your credit that's card. good, bitch. That's smart. Yeah, because you don't want to end always... up with someone that's like in, yeah. uh, irresponsible <laughs> for a lack you of know, a better word. Yeah, like I used to think of this stuff like, well, if I ask people all these things, they're not going to date me. But um, but then like the, my other side is like, bitch, I don't who cares? Who gives a fuck <laughs> if they think you're crazy? Just fucking ask it like this is for you, not for them. <laughs> Yeah. When I was younger, I would be like, oh my God, no, don't ask that for someone that's like personal. But like you think about it now as an adult, like if you're dating someone, you're dating to share your life with them, right? To like make it serious, make it forever. This is a whole, yeah. Yes. Ask those personal questions, girl. Like ask them. Be like, what's your credit score? What's your payment history? And then a red flag is if they get scared or angry that you're asking that offended yeah if they get offended by this these questions bye girl you need to go yeah Yeah. that's why it's funny like when you see on tiktok the like oh boyfriend applications and blah blah blah, but like i feel like that you shouldn't be doing that though yeah that's like a good idea have interviews yeah (laughs) a reference letter (laughs) Do you take care of animals, plants? I know. What's your longest living pet? How long have you had that? <laughs> what kind of bed do you sleep on? <laughs> How many pillows do you have on your bed? <laughs> <laughs> what What are the questions? When's the last How time many... you washed your sheets? That's a good one, bitch. Period. That's a good one. When's the last time you changed your pillows or washed your pillow? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, How many keys do you carry on your like keychain random you should randomly pull up to that person's house and be like let me see your underwear drawer oh how many holes is your underwear because <laughs> you don't want to be dating no guy with like fucking holes in his crotch okay <laughs> but sometimes my, my thighs be rubbing though okay so buy new underwear bitch yeah no, no. oh girl <laughs> you can go through my you can go through my underwear drawer i am not i am not scared of that you know, you're supposed to buy like rule of thumb is you're supposed to be buying new underwear every six months yeah you're supposed what to if be, they don't have holes in it you're supposed to be switching out your underwear every six months oh yeah i'm not even gonna lie i just bought some underwear yesterday 
I need to buy some new. And underwear. I love them. Um, no, but uh, what's another red flag? If they're like machismo, if they have machismo signs. Oh, girl. I know this is probably like a toxica red flag, but like if they grew up with a Mexican dad, automatically I'm skeptical. Yeah. If you grew up with a Latino have- dad, I'm skeptical. If you grew up with a Latino dad who's like a jerk, who, who you're like, if they're scared of their dad, it's a red flag. Do you ever feel like you trust people more when they grew up with single moms? Yeah. I feel like. Of course. If I met, if I meet someone who grew up with a single mom, I kind of like trust you more. Yeah. Like I have more faith in you. I'll probably, rem- I'll probably like believe you more. I'll probably like you know we'll be friends there's more trust going into it yeah than if i meet someone that grew up with like both their parents especially a latino dad when there's a latino dad in the picture i don't know i don't know bitch i gotta meet your dad first (laughs) i gotta interview your father and then interview you (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's weird huh no way no way i can't do that i can't interview (laughs) fathers Whore. <laughs> I might end up with your father. <laughs> this might kidding. be your stepdad. Bitch. <laughs> Imagine. Fuck. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like you. I. I feel like I trust people that grew up with single moms. Maybe because I feel like I grew up with a single mom, even though she dated my stepdad. Well, yeah. There's like the way that me and my brother were raised by my mom, single mother who worked like fucking endlessly to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. Like the way she raised us, it's like I wouldn't have it any other way, you know? Yeah. I feel like mothers just like they they raise better. Like they they raise well, they're more they're more thoughtful, they're more like prepared, they're more understanding. They um obviously have experience more probably like I don't know they have they just have a, a well-rounded experience as a human yeah so passing that down to their child especially men like women who single women who raise men like I think it's just important like men need men need to be raised by women yes because being raised by your father who already puts like oh he's gonna be a sports player and he's gonna be this macho man he's gonna be like it's just like dude like the we man are not in the house kind of thing the man of the house you Ooh. have to provide for your family you have to do this and that and you have to be the man you can't be crying like what like that's not it's not it's not very attractive first of all it's not successful like I don't know it's just not it maybe some people like it but I I personally don't think like the machismo part like the man of the house kind of I just I don't like it I don't buy into it I don't like someone telling well, it's me. not real I just I don't how do you it's expect fake. yeah I just here's the way that I see it okay is I work full-time I have a good job I bring money into the house I contribute right to the household so for me to get married and then all of a sudden just be submissive to a man to this person to Lucas and then be like 
okay, you make the decisions. You're the head of the house and I follow your lead, but also I have to work my ass off to help us survive. Um, (laughs) you know, yeah, (laughs) hell no. You know, what's crazy. Someone was saying like the exact same thing you're talking about right now, but they're like, this is why so many households fall apart because the man tries to be this man of the house. I make the decisions. You follow my rules. No, I, I agree that like men, they want to step up to the plate. Supposedly they want to be the men of the house without being the man of the house. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to make all the decisions and you want to be the only one to like, Oh, only I can do shit. Well, then you should be the only one to fucking work. <laughs> yeah. Like, you should be the only one to contribute. I should just, if you don't care about my opinion, so why the fuck am I here? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, this whole, this whole. And that's a red just... flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this whole machismo thing to me is just a whole red flag. Like, like Mexican traditions and and like men traditions. If you're bringing that to the table, it's like, I don't know. I don't know if you can, if I can like come to terms with that. Cause it's not, it's not human. It's just not human. It's not, it's not um, something it's, that I can. It's just some, not an ideal, not an ideology that fits into the new world. Like this modern society that we're living where you need both incomes both um people to pull their weights in order to survive like maybe in the 40s and the 30s and the 50s where like you could live off of one single household income and you could have the american dream per se and Mm -hmm. the men could like the men were valued at a higher at a higher you know rate rate or whatever but the only reason that they were valued that way is because it was an old way of thinking yeah and it was yeah it was just not it's not it's not for lack of better words it's not very smart it's not very progressive it's not gonna get you out of whatever like you need to be emotionally you need to be financially you need to be like physically involved in your household for your relationship to prosper yeah for your kids like emotionally especially because even me who like you know, I've, I've been through this, like what, 10, like today I was, I posted something like 10 year, 10 year journey of coming out to myself and like friends and family. Mm-hmm. But like, I still sometimes find it hard to be emotionally present because I, I still have those like stupid things where like, Oh, boys don't cry or like cry, crying shows weakness and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So like, we need to, we need to push, like, if you're not pushing for it, you're not, it's not going to get done. Yeah. So at the same time, like not to play devil, well, to play devil's advocate, I feel like, Mm -hmm. yeah, men need to be raised by women. Would you dare to say that women, like girls should have a male figure in their life? I mean, probably like, so like they haven't, I mean, it goes for, it couldn't go for both ways, but you know, like history has shown us that women don't need a man to like 
prosper you know like no we don't need a man to succeed okay we don't but at the same time men don't need women to succeed and so the way that I see it like for me personally okay like if I had a strong male figure in my life growing up because yeah my mom had my stepdad she was with my stepdad but he wasn't a strong male presence in my life that was like um showed me caring yeah someone to look up to he wasn't like a the backbone that I needed as a man in my life right right? but if I I feel like if I had that growing up then I probably would have been able to value myself respect myself and I wouldn't have gotten into these red flag situations where you know I was put in these relationships that were no good for me that were disrespectful to me like you know these relationships that I was in they devalued me and And it was only because I devalued myself and I allowed that to happen because there was no man in my life telling me that I was worth more. My mom, my mom was telling me I was worth more, but like you seek validation from that man, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's what society has taught us to believe that you're only as valuable as the man in your life says you are. And if you don't have a man in your life to say, Hey, you're worth something. You're worth more than that. Who do like you learn that some- from? Right. No, right. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, in the in the other aspect of it, like the other side of it, like I I feel so uncomfortable talking to straight men because I didn't have a father, you know, yeah. who was yeah. A straight person. Like I don't have someone who showed me that you know, me as a gay person and can be friends with a straight man, you know? Yeah. And this, there's, there's a, there's a, like a whole topic with like <laughs> straight, like gay men being attracted to gay to, sorry, gay men being attracted to straight men because we had no like father to show us that difference, you know, yeah. that like, yeah, we can interact with each other, you know, like we can be friends. It doesn't have nothing nothing has to be sexual or whatever you know yeah that's, but I get you that's crazy it's like again we go back to your parents really define who you are as a person and the path that you go down as an adult you know it's crazy and that's on um noticing red, red flags, flags. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jairo, this was fun. Um, yes, bitch. If anyone wanted to follow Hey Bitch Podcast on Instagram, where would they go? You can go on Instagram, go in the search bar, and you can find us at heybitch.podcast. <laughs> and where can they find us if they want to find us on TikTok, bitch? Um, you go into TikTok, you open up the app, you press search, <laughs> and you type in Hey Bitch Podcast. <laughs> And yes. pop up. it's so easy. See, you guys could do it in the time you're listening to this. Simple. If you're listening to this right now, um, you could have already been following us. <laughs> um, you know, go we're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all of that. So subscribe. Um, go on Instagram, tell us how much you fucking love us, how hilarious we are, how amazing we make your day, and yeah. Yada, yada. Tell us. Or, or tell us how much you can fucking stand us. Just tell us. <laughs> <laughs> tell us both. We like to hear it all. Tell us both. I love when people hate me. <laughs>
Yeah, because I love myself so much. It doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you, Heidi. All right. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch.